0: What up? This is Yinka Dev. Peace. This is Outlaw. Hey, you're listening to the '80s Babies Podcast.
1: And today we're having a follow-up conversation from a difference of opinion that Yinka <laughs> and I had over the summer when we were recapping. What was it? The 2017 it albums al- of the year,
0: mid mid-year album of the right. year. And Kenny so, was on. Yeah.
1: And one of the two, either Kenny or Yinka, was talking about Little Brother and Fonte, and I was just like, Yeah, fuck that guy, fuck that shit. Like uh, it's whack, as corny. And Yinka almost lost his shit because I said a very blasphemous thing uh, even suggesting that Fonte wasn't dope. Fonte is dope. (laughs) So he has challenged me to go back and really listen to Fonte. And so that is what I've done. I'm not gonna say that I listened to everything, yeah. but I listened to enough that we can have this this conversation.
0: Right, right. Yeah. I think the first thing, cause you were like, okay, what do I need to listen to? Yeah, what do I need And I need we were to in the to. middle of the conversation. And I think what was brought up was Minstrel Show, and you said,
1: Minstrel Show is whack. So for those who don't know, and most probably do, but for those who don't know, Fonte is from Raleigh Dorm. And he was in the group Little Brother with right. uh, Big Pooh and Ninth Wonder. Ninth Wonder. He also has a fairly successful solo career. Yeah. And he's also in a collaborative project with a producer from, Where is he from the Netherlands? I forget his name. Yeah, he's from um, uh,
0: Holland. His, his name's Nicolet. Yeah, yeah. um, and they're called The Foreign oh, the Exchange. Foreign exchange right. He's also in another kind of collective called Zoe and Tigolo right. uh, with a producer named Zoe, who's actually from the DMV area.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. What started all this was. A conversation about the Mitchell show, which is an album that I've never liked, but that got a lot of hype. So let's talk about that. Yeah, so So, okay.
0: So the hype the hype I, I think I like I understand your perspective a little bit more mm-hmm. now because we also had that conversation where you said that you felt Kanye's early albums were all overrated. Yeah. And you said that about College Dropout. Yeah. So College Dropout, I think, and this came out the same year or something they like that. They probably did. And that was like their first big budget album. And so they were kind of being compared to each other because they were in this sphere of like, backpack on, soul sample record, rapper type of thing. And mm-hmm. so, the fact that you don't like any of that Kanye <laughs> stuff tells me why you don't like Little Brother.
1: So, I think there's a difference between Little Brother and Kanye, right? Definitely. Kanye was a commercial artist, mm-hmm. right? Little Brother was more of an underground group. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they had the little commercial success, yeah. you know, relative to, you know, what they, what they were. Well, but around this
0: time, Kanye co-signed them Pete Rock co-signed them and then if you remember, Ninth Wonder was tapped to produce on the Black albums. Yes. He did Threats. Yes. And then he was also Threats, tapped. Yeah. He was also tapped by Beyonce and he did a record called Girl Friend or Girl or something for wow, Beyonce. So I know the record. So the, the the quote unquote peak of Little Brothers' commerciality, I guess you could say, was this time frame. Mm-hmm. So that's the, I think that's the reason why they were kind of compared to each other at that point in time.
1: So, okay. I want to repeat, reiterate that I do not like the Mitchell show. I went Mm -hmm. back and listened to it again and I don't think it's very good. Okay. However, you're wrong, but I'm willing to (laughs) say that none of what I said about it, I disagree with, Mm. but I was probably a little too antagonistic, but I need to Mm. explain why. Okay in the sense that this is a a running common theme for me, right? Mm -hmm. Um, When people come to me with something that is hyped and I don't like it, Mm -hmm. right? On an initial pass, I'll be like, look, it wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. But when you continue to insist that I need to like something and that there's something (laughs) wrong with me. Who insisted? Yo, a lot of people who aren't really even into hip hop like that. Like uh, well, they that's like the commercial they loved stuff. So they like the commercial stuff, but they they're not even into backpacker hip hop. They're not All even right, into right. underground hip hop. And people from the underground space, like everyone, was coming at me yeah. like this was an album that I should like, right? And mm-hmm. it was just like guys, like you know, miss me with that shit. It's I fun- don't
0: need it's it. It's funny that you say that because. I had the same perspective when this came out. So Mm -hmm. when Minstrel Show came out, I don't know if you remember, but they came and they did a show at SAP and I intentionally didn't go. And I feel like everybody who were my friends at the time were like, you're supposed to like these guys. You're into all this like lyricism stuff. You're into records. You're supposed to like these guys. And as a result of that, I didn't listen to them. Like I intentionally didn't listen to them because everybody was trying to make me listen to them. But then later I went back and listened to them and I was like, yo, these guys are really good.
1: I disagree. So anyway- So, so I actually don't necessarily have any particular beef with Fonte. I don't think that he is dope by any stretch of the imagination. Whoa. Um, as a hip-hop lyricist, I do not think that he is dope. Okay. But he's also not bad. He's not garbage. Before I said he was wacky, he was trash. He is not garbage. Okay? But he is not amazing to me either. Okay. Right? I would not put him anywhere near Black Dog. Anywhere near Method Man or Most Def or, like, I wouldn't put him anywhere near those cats because I don't think he is. My mm-hmm. biggest problem with Little Brother back then and still now Mm -hmm. is that I remember listening to this album when it was released and I was like, this is how we sounded back in 1998 when we started to rap. From 1998 to 2005, that's seven years. You're Mm -hmm. supposed to be pushing the game forward. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to be taking what you've learned from the music that came before you and push the game forward. They did not do that in any capacity on this album. But the I, only thing to me okay. that was, was nicely done with this album is the complete packaging of it, the theming mm-hmm. of it. But flow-wise, so lyric-wise, the, beat-wise, the, they didn't do anything to push the game the forward. The aesthetic
0: that, that they were going for actually was to not... You know what I mean? So Whatever. I think that doesn't, what that you're that doesn't work is, for me, though. You yeah. can't
1: tell me that these people are brilliant. If all they're doing is borrowing from other people and not doing anything innovative in the process, okay. That, so they, that to me is so, not cool. So they,
0: they did a few things that were innovative. For one, this album almost doubles as a as a social commentary slash comedy album. This album we see that Fonte can sing as yeah. well as rap and has jokes, right? So mm-hmm. so that I think that's one of the reasons people liked it a lot was it was it was funny. It was timely, the social commentary perspective of it, because literally this is a time frame where, okay, this is kind of the 50 cent thing has become G-Unit. Mm -hmm. right so there's there's the whole g-unit movement and everybody's talking about their chains people had spinner the the young buck had like a chain that like spun oh i remember that oh my gosh um everybody was talking about their there's actually a song called do your chain hang low at the time that was was popping um you know everybody was like doing the the whole super thug the huge clothes heavy chains thing They took it all the way left to the point of like, you know, these are dudes that go to a HBCU. So they, you know, they took it as this is a minstrel show. These are, Mm -hmm. you know, you guys are basically out here cooning. And they made a whole album that was like, you know, about the coonery going on in the game. Um, You know, from a comedic perspective, you get some jokes and you get some singing and you get some rapping and you get the old aesthetic of, yo, we're bringing hip hop. Real hip hop, you guys don't see me doing the air quotes. We're bringing real hip hop back. We got the soul samples, who cares, show. That's what et cetera. I'm so that, that was the relevance of this album. And additionally, on the listening, you know, there are some dudes that, you know, just go to, I think they went to NC State, or I mean, I I'm know. sorry. They went to one of them schools in North Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, the one that's at HBCU. Look at, look at UVA throwing shade in North Carolina. Go ahead. It is what it is. But anyway, so they went to their school, and so they're giving you hi- the little brief history, black history lesson okay. with, you know, relating it to minstrelsy.
1: Okay. I, look, I, I got all that, and it's yeah. cool. There were a couple sketches on here. What's, a, what's the one where it was, like, some broke dudes, like, were, were singing about some shit? Which one was that? That's, like, all of them. What are you talking about? No, but there's, like, a skit in particular where they're having a laugh. Like, there was a, a few things on here. I were, like
0: Fifth and Fashion because,
1: okay. um... You remember... And fifth in fashion, yeah, yeah, yeah. Better some call the, but, your nigga. But, but, but that's what I told you. I told <laughs> you though, the one, of the the thing that they did well on this was the packaging of it, and yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm referring to. Those yeah. things were fine, but then when we get down to the lyrics, like, and some of his flow, some of the stuff that he's do, he does is just really, really basic, yo. Okay. And like from from an underground MC, I expect a little bit more. Like I just, I just wasn't impressed. Hmm. You know, like there's there's maybe, you know, a couple tracks on here um, that I was digging. And by and large, I'm just like, no, like I'm not feeling this album even now, like even if I take out the context of the fact that it sounded old at the time. Right. Mm -hmm. Even when I go back and listen to it now, like I'm like, no, like this doesn't impress me. So, yeah. but, but that I mean,
0: though, I, I think you're just wrong though.
1: And, and the reason I, I,
0: I say it that way, right? Because I mean, I'm half heartedly joking. Right. Is because I sat here and watched you and Panama agree with each other that Fantastic Volume 2 by Slum Village is not that good. So, I say that to say maybe you guys boom bap ears. No, 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 wait, 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 burned. hold on, hold
1: on. Just so that we're clear, just right. so that we're clear, I never said that I w- knew that much about that fantastic album. What I told you is that I agreed that I don't think Slum Village is very good. Okay. Um,
0: and Some Village
1: is. But we were big, talking specifically about albums. Jay Dilla, and I like Jay Dilla. I mm-hmm. like most of the stuff that he's done. So I just need to put that straight.
0: Okay. Well, right. Some Village, Fantastic Volume 2, is their most iconic album, one of Jay Dilla's most iconic works. Mm-hmm. So for us to say that that album's not very good, to me, that just means that we're just listening to to hip hop a little differently. Like, that's I, I fair. Think, no, that's yeah, cool. There's that's no, there's nothing wrong with that, though. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I I, I can't pretend like I, I I definitely haven't had times in my life where I've just been like listened to super backpacky rap and enjoyed uh-huh. it a lot. So, you know, that that just is what it is. That's I guess my musical taste, which it doesn't have to be your musical taste. Sure. Um, I will say this album. As you can see, is all produced by Ninth Wonder. Sure. And I say that to say, Ninth Wonder isn't Dilla. Yeah. You know. So I mean, Ninth Wonder is a fairly one-dimensional producer, in my opinion. And I, I maybe don't we, maybe uh, I'm gonna have another unpopular opinion because people, you know, love it. Um, with the exception of one record here, which was produced by Crisis, it seems everything is is Ninth Wonder here. So um, but anyway. We're talking about fonte Mm -hmm. so you just don't think he's very good
1: i think he's fine i think he's passable right like i I understand why he has success i understand why he has a career but he's not amazing to me he doesn't blow me out of the water you know there's every once in a while like i'll i'll hear something and i'll chuckle but like so what beans will make me chuckle like i don't think beans Beans is is amazing either
0: beans is amazing
1: I don't think he's amazing though.
0: Okay. I you know do. like he's fine but he's he, like he's good. Like you're compa- you're comparing this guy to people who if if we were to say these are the top uh, these are the top 100 rappers of all time, mm-hmm. right? Everybody you've said is like 50 and up. Sure. And you're like, yeah, he's not that good. He's not better than most. But listen deaf. to the.
1: But fine. But listen to most the deaf. conversation that, as it's coming to me. They're approaching me as if I should treat it that way. It's like, stop it.
0: Okay, but Calm now, down. but now we're having a conversation where you objectively and individually but what are we have comparing stepped away it to, and listened. But what are we comparing to? it to? We're comparing him to his contemporaries. So literally everybody else who was out at the time. And even people who are out today.
1: Right. So if we're comparing it to his contemporaries, we already know how I felt about hip hop circa 2005. Shit was getting whacked to me. I was like, yo, this is. I'm Mm. going somewhere else. My ears need to go to a new place and get something new and fresh, even though it's old. You know, came out before my time. But that Mm -hmm. to me was new and fresh because I was going to learn something from that. I was going to get something from that. I was going to have positive experiences. And I'm going back and lump this in with everything. I was like, nah, I'm not not feeling it.
0: So you also listened to Charity Starts at Home,
1: correct? Charity Starts at Home was good. It was straight. Not amazing, but like, you know, I kind of dug it. It was cool. Again, though, this album comes out in 2011, Mm -hmm. and he sounds. A lot like shit that was coming out in 2005 and 2006 you know from like the more kind of new york but hip-hop angle. like
0: what what do you want him to sound like i think that's what i, need I just to understand. want him to sound like
1: I, I, like I want him to sound unique it's one of the reasons why i like q-tip so much right q-tip to me is not is not an amazing r- lyricist right? right he's not like mm-hmm. you're not going to compare q-tip to nas like that's just not fair right okay but q-tip is so original like he has his own flavor he's so got who, his own spiel so and who, he's who does not boring. Uh, so who does fonte sound like to you then honestly fonte sounds to me like every person that i grew up rapping with that was trying to come on and trying to sound dope but couldn't come up with their own flow like i felt like if you take out his singing and you just have his flow and you throw him in the basket with a bunch of his contemporaries who are not on, mm-hmm. right? Like they they and they're not uniquely their own person. To me, he kind of gets lost in the mix. That's just how I feel about it. I mean, especially for you as somebody who's a big
0: woo fan. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm I'm not making any friends today. But um <laughs> but you know half the guys in the Woo, he's a better rapper than.
1: Uh okay, so is he a better <laughs> rapper than Method Man? If if I'm just gonna go bar for bar
0: if I pull out Wu-Tang Forever, I would compare him.
1: Okay, I would not. Is he better than the uh, Deck? Obviously not. Okay. Is he better than
0: Ghostface? No, because of originality and uniqueness. Fair, I would but, give, but I would, that, yeah, and that works yeah. for me. I would, give, right? I would give both Raekwon and Ghost. I wouldn't even put him in, in, in to compare them. But he pretty better? much everybody else.
1: All right, so he's better than... I don't have a issue. He's better than you, God. That's fine.
0: He's better than Master Killer.
1: But... Is Killer also not... Okay, so you're not necessarily listening to Killer on his own.
0: I have but, listened to... I, yes, I have no what, said date. But you day in day. general, though.
1: You in general, though. Mm-hmm. The, the, the proverbial you are not necessarily listening to Killer on his own. Right. When you listen to Killer in contrast with other people in the woo, mm-hmm. is he not a distinct-sounding voice? He
0: is a distinct-sounding right. voice, but there's a lot of people that are distinct-sounding and they're still not better rappers than fair, other people fair. who are good rappers. But right? at the
1: same time, though, too, like... Because you
0: god is very distinct sounding. Like when I hear his voice, I know it's him. Um, So is Lord Have Mercy from... um,
1: (laughs) True, true, true. But my thing though is that, you know, the Wu-Tang, when they put their music out there, they have such a contrast in styles with each other. Yeah, it all works together. So I I don't think that it's a fair comparison Mm -hmm. for for, for Fonte's sake.
0: What I'm just saying is that I think that Fonte is a technically gifted MC. Um, I, I in terms of lyricism, he's not Twista, he's not um, Crooked Eye, he's not Tech 9, he's not somebody who's like gonna like wow you with the with the differences and diversities of flows. He's but not that's method man. For me he's though. not method man in that he doesn't have a voice that's so just distinct and you know so much charisma that you can just take his bar he's his bars are just his bars and but that's, they're dope
1: that's a that's a problem for me though right like, but you like black thought i do like black thought but black thought, black is, thought also- is not very unique
0: he's not very he's not very charismatic he's just black no, Thought. no he's
1: inconsistent with the charisma there are times where he's very charismatic and there are times where he does push the envelope forward Right. He just doesn't do it all the time, which annoys me. It frustrates mm. me. But I don't think it's a fair comparison, again, to you know, compare Fonte to Black Thought. I think that's unfair to Fonte. But the thing to mm. me is that when I listen to it, like I'm just not getting anything new and it's just kind of boring to me. But mm. this is him as a lyricist and as an MC. Right. Because what we didn't really talk about is his shit with foreign exchange. Fire. That shit is fire. Right. Like, and I owe a friend of mine an apology because mm. uh, my friend Haas who I actually kind of wanted to feature on this episode, but mm. you know she's busy, got things to do. I remember when she and I first started becoming friends, she was like, oh, you know, Foreign Exchange is is mm-hmm. performing. I can go see them. I was like, who's Foreign Exchange? She's like, oh, it's it's Fonte. And what's this guy's name? Nicolet? Nicolet. And I was like, wait, Fonte from Little Brother? She's like, yeah. I was like, oh, no, he's whack. He's garbage. Like That shit can't be good. Super she's praise. like, well, maybe, maybe his stuff with Little Brother isn't good, but his stuff with Foreign Exchange is good. And I was like, I was just dismissing it. I was wrong. Yo, his shit with foreign Exchange is very good. It's fire. Very Um, good.
0: Another thing I'll say about him, which lends itself to your negative criticisms of him, but maybe part of the reason why people like me enjoy his music. There was a time period um, which birthed, you know, the OK Players and the Mm -hmm. underground hip hop.coms and a lot of these other things where a lot of the people that we know now, like even our, you know, Combat Jack rest mm-hmm. in peace and people yeah. like that were on internet forums, uh, commenting and responding to things and et cetera. And that was like, that was, th- that was like a culture. Like there was like a blog era before, you know, there was, we really knew about yeah, blogs. Yeah, and a uh, little brother comes from that, Fonte comes from that cloth, uh, Tanya Morgan, who I'm not sure if you're familiar with, but they come from that.
1: Is, is um, this a time period when people are becoming more familiar with the internet and they're starting to form collaborations from people who are in different places? Yeah. I mean, that's how yeah, yeah, started, right? Exactly. So you're talking about that era. Yeah. Okay, that cool. era. And so,
0: you know, your comparison of like, he reminds you of like other guys you may have rapped with at a certain point in time. Yeah. Like that's the aesthetic I think that we, that we get from it. it. That's what they're kind me, of me. going for. It you know what I mean? Is me. that, you know, these are what, what you call blue collar hip hop, right? Like you're, your person that probably also I don't know works at Denny's and then they <laughs> you know they be they it be just ramen. doesn't work for me, dude. And so I mean, you agree that Faro
1: Manch, Internal Affairs album is really dope, right? Will I say it's really dope? No. Okay. Do I like it though? Like I'm not I'm not throwing shots at Internal Affairs. I like the album. I think it's good. I'm not gonna say it's really dope. Okay. But you know, it's uh, if you feel it's really dope, I'm not gonna challenge you on that either. Right. Yeah. I think maybe it's just an aesthetic thing. Like I.
0: Before I am is also Blue so oh, he's, distinguishable. Yeah, he's, th- 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 yeah. I'm not comparing their styles yeah, okay. at all. I'm just saying like, you know, and maybe maybe you moved on after the Ruckus era. But like, I'd say the era that these guys come up in is like the Ruckus era. And then Ruckus goes out of business. And then there's folks that are like, we needed that. Like that was that was what we liked. That's what we wanted. Mm-hmm. And, and I think your um, Odyssey, Diamond District, Um, you know, uh, Kev Brown, you know, Little Brother, Tanya Morgan, all of these types of groups are people that come out of that era and that need. Sure.
1: So, I think one of the problems for me is that, like right now, I can't even specifically tell you how Fonte sounds, right? Mm. And that's not a good thing. I listened to Fonte, all this stuff for like a week straight, like Mm. all these albums, you know, I had them on a repeat. I was going into it, and I still had difficulty distinguishing which one was Fonte. That's not good. That's wild. And maybe I, that's wild. I think for that's me. just you. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe. But at the same time, too, I'm like, oh wait, no, yeah, that one's Fonte, right? <laughs> like, wait, yeah, yeah, that that one's Fonte, but it's not. Crystal clear to me, mm. and it's just like some of the times, like I'm not it's just saying voice. Then I don't, yeah. But it's a flow too. It's a delivery. There's certain things that you can mm. do with your cadence, with the beat. You know, skip around, add some variance to it. You yeah, know, add some flavor. Right. And I just don't hear it from the MC point of view. I just don't. Mm-hmm. And it's it's challenging for me. Okay. You know, That's and, and like, like I said, even though I don't think Mitchell Show is great, for me to use that as a basis to say that. You know, little brother is garbage that is unfair and i will cop to that hmm. but even when i was listening to separate some of the other equal, is that the, the next is that the next one
0: no no the, the, so i told you the two mixtapes to listen to were separate but equal and justice so for i want to
1: say it was separate but equal was the one that i listened to okay. after mitchell's show and it yeah, starts out fire. it started out for me it started strong yeah and then yeah. it just got, i just got bored
0: now I, I love separate but equal and injustice for all actually but it's, um and justice for all has um and and this is this is the stuff that i think is dope that maybe you don't think mm-hmm. is dope right so so one of the records from and justice for all um they had a song called last day okay and it was you know the song last days by onyx uh
1: i'm it's not like a as classic with
0: it. it's it's classic a, like but i think i want to i think
1: that record. last day song is one mm-hmm. that i like though maybe like the, yeah. the one from little brother yeah but so the, it's, it's, the it's, that's near the, the end of the album right maybe okay
0: yeah it's it's one of the mixtapes uh the original song by onyx is like a song about how like we're in the last days shit's about to change it's like some apocalyptic shit Mm -hmm. well them being like the blue collar rap group they take that beat and they make the song about it's their last day before they're about to quit their job Mm -hmm. so then he's telling you like this whole story about how you know just like being a retail employee and having a little bet ba- his little badge and you know all the things that he has to go through every day and he just can't wait till he's going to go in the boss's office and just quit you know quit his job yeah. and then he like quits at the end you know i don't know like even though that's maybe like not as exciting as i don't know a rapper who's rapping about shooting people or, hmm. or a rapper who's rapping about you know five percent or dropping knowledge <laughs> I, I still think it's dope from the The perspective of an underrepresented uh, perspective. And that's fair.
1: And this is where I will cop to one of my shortcomings. Mm. It's a shortcoming from a certain perspective, right? We had this conversation when we were talking about Biggie and Tupac. Mm -hmm. And I said that one of the reasons why I don't really care for Tupac is because, you know, Actually, in a lot of this stuff, Kendrick too, actually, is that <laughs> most of the time, you know, hip hop music doesn't really resonate with me on the mm-hmm. deeper emotional level mm-hmm. um, in terms of the stories that they're talking about, right. right? Like, I'm not a five percenter. So what Wu-Tang is talking about on Wu-Tang Forever, like, I like it, but like, it doesn't really hit me that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's There are very few albums that really, really resonate with me on an emotional level. One, obviously, is uh, Black on Both Sides. That yeah. really hits me right? And even though I was saying that Tupac doesn't really resonate with me, his song, uh, is it Keep Your Head Up? Mm. That one does resonate. The lyrics with that resonate with me on a deeper level. Yeah. And then, you know, Jay-Z's uh, Story of OJ really, mm. really resonate with me, right? But mm. there's, it's very rare that the actual content of something, like what you're talking about, it just, a lot of times, like, the subject doesn't really matter to me. And it's not mm-hmm. that I don't recognize it that it matters to a lot of people. It's not mm-hmm. that I don't recognize the worth, but that's just not how I connect with music. I okay. connect with music on some more of the aesthetics, on you know the 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 clever composition of the mm-hmm. song, mm-hmm. the wordplay, the metaphors, the flow, mm-hmm. the all the poetic elements. You know those mm-hmm. things are what really really resonate with me. Like how difficult is it to come up with something? Uh, that everyone can understand that, you know, mm. most people wouldn't think to say, mm. right? Like, you know, the one line we always talk about, uh, just as an example, um, you know, or or, or or something like Jay-Z, where he mm. says, you know, niggas don't get the picture till the weapons is drawn, right? Like, mm. how you have, like, two double entendres in one mm. bar. Like, mm-hmm. that's not something that resonates with me on mm-hmm. an emotional level, but that's something that's very clever and difficult to come up with, at least for me, it would be. Mm-hmm. So things like that are what really hit me yeah. and make me think, like, wow, this is amazing. And so those stories that you're talking about, I can appreciate the importance of them, but that's not what's going to make me like you as an artist. Yeah. You know. And that's one of the reasons why when you keep talking about that one Kendrick song, Sing About Me, I'm Dying of Thirst. Right. Sure, I understand that there's some deep content on there. I get it. I just don't care either. Okay. You know, it, it, it just doesn't strike me as like amazing because I'm listening to the lyrics, and I'm like, OK, your story makes sense, and it's good storytelling and all that stuff, fine but it just doesn't impact me that way okay so anything else about fonte that we need to discuss
0: i mean i just thought i think he's dope you don't think he's as dope and i think that's it right
1: well help me out so he's okay. dope in compared to who well,
0: the first person we discussed here is kanye right okay. um people talk about kanye as as an mc i think fonte is a hundred times doper than, than kanye and you're not um, going to hear me
1: argue with that because yeah. i think that kanye is whack as fuck as a vocalist. Okay
0: maybe it's just a frame of reference thing yeah, i think pretty much everybody i i know you cling pretty tight to like the 90s you know top caliber rappers that everybody talks about I right i still
1: like some new but stuff
0: I, but i'm not i wouldn't really try to compare him to like i don't know most def like you know what i mean Fair. so i mean i would probably try to compare him to his contemporaries and i think that he's a better rapper than most of his contemporaries so let's name some of those contemporaries Um, yeah so for example um at this point in time when he was really blowing up uh blue was also out who had below the heavens um and i think i think while they're two totally different mcs i I think that their
1: their their skill level is comparable so i first heard the blue and exile album i don't know 2013 Um, and i want to say it came out in 2007 now in fairness i didn't listen to the album when it came out but when i went each time i go back and listen to blue and exile's album i'm like yo this this shit is dope Mm. you know what i mean so for me whatever he did on that whatever whenever they did on that album it worked for me Mm. i don't think whatever they did on on with little brother it just didn't work for me Yeah.
0: so but i think again you're talking about music and i'm talking about him as a lyricist so like i you know like i said um I wouldn't compare him to like the greatest rappers of all time like i'm not going to sit here and be like oh he's better than biggie or he's but better than jay-z but you are saying that he's dope though right i think so, he's dope and, so, but i think that a lot of MCs are dope you know okay i mean i think i i would i would say he's better than talib kweli um i would say and just a lot of people consider talib kweli to be really really dope you know um so i mean there's other artists i, I wouldn't say like there's other artists that are his contemporaries that I, that I put on a pedestal as well, and you mm-hmm. may not. Um, Blue is one of them. El is one of them. Um, I think Fonte is one of them. Sean Price is one of them. Okay. Um, but I put him in that caliber. Okay. Know, personally.
1: So let's rehash this a little bit. I don't think he's dope. Is that a problematic stance for you? And this, I mean, this is, of course, this is his tongue in cheek. Right? Opinions are opinions, yeah, right? Opinions, I can't right? tell you how
0: to how to feel.
1: Um, I, is, think, is I think I think like is that a blasphemous statement for me to say he's not dope? I, I would say no.
0: The okay. reason I would say no is because I don't think that Little Brother has necessarily made something that is impactful enough as 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 a group mm-hmm. that it would have like a cult. A cult culture around it, right? Like, like you couldn't say you couldn't say Wu Tang is trash, right? right? That would be like blasphemous because, Mm -hmm. like, they've made shit that's like just so iconic, so cultural that like there's almost a religion around it, right? Sure. I don't think that Little Brother has made anything that's that okay. That's that impactful. But I, I, I would, I would say, I think you're wrong. but i I wouldn't say it's blasphemous all
1: right so if i said that fontaine little brother are whack and they're garbage and they're trash is that blasphemous what 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 is blasphemous i'm just saying like you're really wrong okay all right well because i don't necessarily feel that way about them anymore i think what really got on my nerves back then Mm -hmm. was that people who don't even like first of all, everyone who did care about hip hop was telling me that I had to like this group. So I was like, I listened to it, and I was expecting greatness, mm. and I did not get greatness.
0: But also at the same time, right? You you always talk about this era as a time frame where you're trying to distance yourself from hip hop. Don't no, you think but that that was, contributes? There was, there was, the, that to... doesn't
1: mean that there wasn't other material that came out around that time that I liked. There but was what, some I'm, stuff but I liked. what
0: I'm saying is, don't you think that that contributes to your perspective? If if that sentiment contributes to the way you feel about Kanye's first three albums. One of which, actually, two of which, people w- would say they consider as classic Fair. albums, right? So, if if that is what colored your perspective in that, why why would it not also affect your perspective? On because the
1: music you're ones? looking at it in the opposite direction. You're saying that oh, I started to I started to become tired of hip hop, and therefore I didn't like these groups. You're looking at it at the opposite way, you, which you, the way you should be looking at it is, is: these groups came out, this music came out, and I was like. This doesn't do it for me anymore and so because of these albums because of little brother because of kanye because of so anything you s- that jazzy Faye produced right because of g unit because of all this shit that's coming out i'm like you know what i don't like hip-hop anymore and little brother is part of that so
0: you think right now today if you went back and listened to kanye's first three albums you would still i have listened to them
1: and i don't like them uh-huh. i that doesn't mean i don't like certain songs on them there mm-hmm. are certain songs that i think are really good songs um and even like the song like jesus walks i don't like that song but i recognize from a musical perspective it is a very good song i get that and he has other songs on there as well but as a whole i think those albums to me i'm not feeling them but but that being said there are other kanye records that i really really like right just like there's beyonce records that i really really like but i don't rate her the way every uh, you know the way a lot of other folks do and i think that's fine but you know. I think one of the reasons just to go back to why I was so antagonistic about this album was all the people, both the folks, you know, whose musical opinion I do respect you know, my counterpart at this at this podcast. Obviously I respect your musical opinion. So we have, and maybe not yours in particular, but we have right. folks like you who are telling me that I needed to like this album. Right. It's like, all right, fine, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But then there's other folks who I know who are not into this hip hop shit. Mm-hmm. And they're telling me that I need to like this stuff. Approaching me as if there's something wrong for me. And it's just like, wait, what the fuck else are you listening to? So like what- look at, look, and I'm gonna get pretentious here. I'm gonna get on my high horse. Look what's in my CD catalog. And look at what the <laughs> fuck is in yours. Don't come at me with that bullshit. So- I don't want to fucking hear it why do you think they they felt that way like why? i don't know <laughs> i do not know i don't understand it i don't fucking get it right if you liked minstrel show yeah but then you don't like some of this other stuff it's like i don't know what the fuck is wrong with you then like, i just i just don't get it i don't get it
0: Sounds like you got a lot of vitriol for these guys.
1: No, no. It's like I said, look, I think it's I think my initial assessment of them was harsh. I do not think mm-hmm. they're whack. I do not think that they're garbage. Okay. And I admit that my initial opinions, a lot of that comes from my reaction to how I was supposed to feel about it. Yeah. Right. And it's like I said many times, like if you know, I'm fine with People having a certain perception of anything out there. Yeah. But when you come to me and you act like there's something wrong with me, and not in a Mm. tongue-in-cheek way, right? Because oftentimes we do that. Like not when you're obviously bantering, but when you're on a real serious tip, Mm. suggesting that you just don't understand. Like no, stop it. (laughs) I think. uh,
0: I think the the mainstream uh, commercial opinion tides kind of swing back and forth. Yeah. Um, And I think part of this album was timing. Um. You know, I think 50 Cent and G-Unit had just thugged so hard that I think people were just like, okay, what else is there? Yeah, (laughs) Like, you know, because I remember remember very distinctly when they first packaged uh, Lloyd Banks and Lloyd Banks was going to come out as a solo artist. And I think we've we've talked about this before. They kind of were talking about like a tiering system in this one article I was reading, and so it was like, Yeah, you know, fifty Cent is the G unit boss. He was shot nine times. <laughs> right. Now the next one who's coming out is Lloyd Banks. He was shot five times. Uh-huh. A- and then after this, you know, Young Buck's album's gonna come out. He's All been this shot shit twice. Has nothing to like, do with <laughs> music. <laughs> so, like, yeah. You know, so like they thugged almost, you know, they thugged way too hard. And then you know, these guys come out and they're, like, just basically making fun of the fact that these people are cooning so hard. That's fair. And That's then fair. people were, like, I think felt it was, like, a breath of fresh air. I think Kanye happened the same way. You know, people were, like, oh, this is a bl- breath of fresh air, which is actually funny because he came up in the ranks of giving Jay-Z drug-dealing music to make <laughs> the blueprint. You know yeah, what well, I mean? he also came
1: so, yeah, up in the um, ranks of giving Talib Kweli mm-hmm. and most Def some, well, I'm not sure about was what That, that was, was much later, though yeah, uh, oh yeah blueprint, right. yeah, so,
0: blueprint. Yeah, 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 yeah and a yeah, lot yeah. of people i don't know if you know the whole payroll story but mm-hmm. like essentially um never change okay. by jay-z was a song by payroll a, a drug dealer from chicago uh kanye he kanye produced that for him the hook the whole hook and everything i'm still fucking with crime because crime pays right that's payroll song. okay So then I guess somehow, I don't know all the details of it, but Jay-Z hears this and decides he wants it for the blueprint. I mean, he
2: does it all the time.
0: Kanye raps payroll's hook and gives Jay-Z the beat. (laughs) Um, Now, there's a conspiracy theory. I'm going to call it a conspiracy theory because obviously none of it's been confirmed or anything like that. But there's people in Chicago who believe that Kanye's car accident is not actually the reason why Kanye looked the way Kanye looked. Uh. It came from people coming back to get him because of that trap so kanye you know tried. kanye came i'm saying kanye came yes. in you know under cats who were on some street shit in, oh, their, okay. in their music you know but then when he came out and he released his own music you know it definitely had uh, a, a different lens to it yeah. and people gravitated to it like this is the opposite of that and so it was almost like jay-z you know uh Eminem and Aftermath and Dr. Dre and 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 all of them were like the tough guy street rap, and then you know we have this backpack rap, and Little Brother came in on that chariot. Okay. You know,
1: I will agree that Kanye was certainly a breath of different air. Uh, I guess you could say it's fresh. It's fair to say it was a breath of fresh air given the context of the other stuff that was available at the time, mm. and I also get. Like I said the presentation of Little Brother's album Mitchell Show is very good. Yeah. You know like as a as a complete total package of stuff with the skits and the theming and Have everything. Have
0: you it's seen the actually... video of uh of the the first single off this joint?
1: Um I'm loving it. Yeah, loving yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I like how they did that. That was cool. Uh, what they say? Uh, Joe Scudder performing in white in face. White face uh, black, in white face. face yeah. uh, that was
0: funny too because you could tell it was like a type of deal where he's just their white homeboy and yeah. they like they like ha- kind of have a joke as his ex- at his expense and it works for the record.
1: Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Look, 80s babies focusing on the 90s. Like, I'm there. I'm there with you, man. Yeah. I'm there with you. But, you know, I think... You don't that, like
0: early 2000s, 90s inspired
1: a lot of stuff i don't i don't get into it as much a lot that i don't so that doesn't mean that it's not they're not going to be highlights here and there right you know what i mean it doesn't mean that like like i said you get you know you get the blue exile album in there q-tip had an album uh come out around that time and of course he's from a he's from a vintage era but he still put out something to me that was fresh i'm trying to think of other new artists that came out around that time that i liked you you are you are you a fan of sean price He's on my list of people that i need to get into man yeah
0: Yeah, so i mean i think i think this era like i you know we can we can try to do some more put you ups or even just offline but like sean price in this era um and you know again we're talking about this is the same way you love Wu-Tang, and Wu-Tang kind of has a, fa- a family, almost like a Marvel universe where sure. they appear in each other's universes. We kind of had the same thing going on with Justice League. So we had Sean Price and Sean Don and and you know Little Brother and all these things that all kind of came together. They appeared on each other's music, et cetera. Um, so I think it, maybe it's just kind of a, like a universe that you, you cool. kind of had to be in. But yeah, I still think Fonte is dope. And relevant news, Little Brother may be coming back uh, for an album. So
1: uh, I think I think Fonte had mentioned that. So, Yay. If, <laughs> <laughs> nah, look, respect to them. Yeah. Um, if they come out and they make something good, I'll be rooting for it. You're familiar with Elzai, yes From uh, so
0: Elzai just put out an album with Crisis, who is like the you know one A and one B. Ninth Wonder is the producer of this whole camp, but mm-hmm. Crisis is like the next producer of this whole camp. Okay. So and Crisis and Elzai came out with something um this week. So I'm looking forward to checking that out.
1: All right. And I take it we don't need to revisit the Kanye discussion any further, correct? Does this, does this I mean, kind of encapsulate that as well?
0: Yeah, I mean, if you if you say you listened to it recently and you don't like it, then, you know, it is just what it is. Man, you know? I
1: was down at a bachelor party in um, Arizona uh, mm-hmm. with a bunch of cash from UVA that you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, my man uh, Jason was there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Imhotep was there as well. And we were talking about, like, you know, all that stuff mm-hmm. that was coming out then. And, you know, for, they, were, they were going into Dipset and I don't have any problem with Dipset, right? Mm. Uh, but then they were also talking about Kanye. Mm-hmm. And Imotep like, kind of, like, slouched down and, like, he, he started knew. cocking his smile because he knew he's like, yo, like, Outlaw's not going to like this conversation. Uh. And I did what I do. And I was just like, yo, like, fuck that early Kanye shit, you know? I, and I'm not saying that the newer stuff is any great shit either um he's well, got you, you you really liked um the one joint that you wanted to do the the Mega classic one right uh i like the music on it i didn't like his vocals on it oh, okay yeah i like the music to yeezus though i completely cop it's not really a hip-hop production. he's so bad on on life Yo, of yeah opera. yeah but then oh, also God. um uh you know my my beautiful dark Twisted Fantasy right? yeah, yeah, yeah and Fire. even though I don't like 808s and Heartbreaks I mean I'm also not an idiot and I do recognize how impactful that mus- that mus- that album was right. perhaps for the worst but nevertheless it was still an influencing album so I have respect for it mm-hmm. um, but you know they were getting in you know to all the, the early Kanye shit and you know they were playing some of it and I was just like yo like like, fucking, the joint with Jamie Foxx, was it the Slow Jams um, record? Jazz. Oh, my God. It's, it's not good. I can't stand it. Turn that fucking shit I, off, y'all. Yo.
0: Honestly, you know, if I could listen to an instrumental version of that record, I would still love it, just because, you know, at the time, like, I mean, and you, you're like a, a RZA, you know, purist, yeah. so I'm sure you may listen to that differently. But, you know, just like how he flipped the um, the Lenny Williams record, and, you know, and then he put the little uh conga drums doo, 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 in the background and everything like i mean i was i was i was with it i, I think the most impressive
1: I mean? kanye sample that i've heard is it's a really easy one mm. um it, okay it's not easy mm. it's simple in the sense that it's it's just a loop right but i had to you're give gonna props say the to same
0: one I'm, I'm about to say
1: the the nita simone joint right oh no no what were you gonna say
0: guess who's back guess who's Bazak? Back on a block, that joint is literally. He just looped the beat, but it's so good. It's a dope beat. I love that
1: beat. Um, for me, I was gonna say the Cinnamon, yeah, just a goodbye, Uh and the reason why that is difficult to do. Oh, that's that's difficult. It's chopped. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Like, it's not technically on beat, but it is. Yeah. And I, he did a good job with that one. That's fire. Yeah, oh, he's got a lot. Yeah, of, he does. He does everything. He has, he he's got some gems. I'm not gonna lie. Fire. He's got some gems. Yeah. And I think that's one of the other reasons why I was kind of upset with those albums because I'm like, yo, you got some gems elsewhere, and then you give me this album. What's the track that I do like on there? It was um,
0: there's a track I hate on that first one?
1: What's the What's the Marvin Gaye sample? Was it Spaceships or whatever? Oh yeah. That one's good. Yeah. And then what's the next one? I think it's the the one on the next album where's um I hear him say. Yeah, doo, doo, heard doo, him doo, say. Doo. Yeah, that song is fire. Yeah, and he's got a couple other ones that are good, and then he's got a bunch of other stuff on there. That I'm like, I don't want to listen. So to what's
0: it. trash on there?
1: You actually want me to go through and list? If you I mean, if you bring up the track list, I will tell you songs I don't like. Okay. And you can go album for album if you want to.
0: I mean, I'm with it. I'm, I think I think Kanye. I think I I personally have to distinguish Kanye the lyricist and Kanye the artist and. To sit and say that Kanye doesn't have great albums because Kanye's not very good at rapping,
1: is I, I can't just, do that. I just th- All right, which one do you want to go to? So graduation so is the one that has heard him say on it. And I heard him say, I think it's on the I think it's on album two. But the sure joint, bonus? the joint, the joint that I do. Oh, like, you're right.
0: It is on the second one. Yeah, but the joint that oh, I, I do like
1: on graduation is flashing lights. Flashing lights is fire. Too. Flashing lights is fire. Yeah. I don't like it now, but I did mm-hmm. like it at the time. Goldigger um oh, really? it, it's i'm that over it now
0: it out so fast yeah exactly it was like but everywhere the, you went
1: but at the time it came out i did like gold yeah. so i had to i had to confirm that
0: so and you got then, the you got the um i don't like anything else on there what yeah you got a curtis mayfield sample on touch the sky yeah no you I, got, give me give me the curtis mayfield joint you got crack music that beat was crazy i i hated the game at the time so you know um I just like a lot of a lot of this i just like their beats like like drive slow that beat is fire and drive then, slow is on here drive oh, slow i take, oh, take that back yeah, all right, no, all right. oh, drive
1: slow okay so heard him say drive slow
0: gone diamonds remember the remix where where kanye definitely didn't write that verse because it's like the best verse of his entire heard life. him
1: say and drive slow i thought that drive slow was actually a paul walsh track i forgot that it was on this album so yeah. fine Dry so heard yeah. say it. the rest go back and listen to this album like, you, you yeah cause, cause, I,
0: cause I have a feeling you, you, you just gonna keep no, me like oh no. yeah oh and that I have, one no, oh and that one
1: I did I did go back and listen to it and I was skipping through half of it I was like I don't like this song I don't right. like this song I don't like this song Gone was great I'm sitting um, back in my chair with late. my arms crossed with Ugh. a smirk of, with a, a uh, curmudgeon look on my face as if get the fuck off my lawn like that's the visual of outlaw here in the studio late was fire you you really sound mad dog i'm just over it just all right so you want to start talking about something else then? no nah, i think i think i think that should wrap it up in terms of what we were trying to accomplish <laughs> on this episode <laughs> okay well so agree to
0: disagree on fonte agree yeah. to disagree on kanye's first three albums which i think at the time that I listened to each of them, I felt a little more like you. Like I was just I was just like, why is everybody acting to me like this there's never been a good album before this album and this album is just the best shit ever. But then I went back and was like, This is really good music. I mean, like, I think you and I are similar in that we appreciate music. So it's just mm-hmm. like I don't need people to throw shit in my face for me to like yep. appreciate it. Like you can just give it to me and say, Yeah, I like this. Check it out. And then I can form my own opinion on it versus like, this is the greatest thing ever. Oh, <laughs> my God. How, can, how are you not a part of this moment? Like, I'm like, I'd rather diver- divorce myself from the moment than be in it. I got you. But, um, but yeah, going back and listening to those, especially, um, I think Late Registration might be the most slept on album in this guy's catalog. Um, You know, Graduation, shrug. Ga- graduation had Good Life on it. And that was like larger than life. College Dropout was College Dropout. Mm uh 808 to heartbreaks was 808 to heartbreaks but late registration definitely a dope album for folks to check out outlaws like doing his
1: he's saying so. words i don't care yeah, there you go <laughs> all right anyway that should wrap it up and just for the folks who are curious if we were going to do a black panther recap we initially were but we couldn't come to a consensus about how we were going to approach the subject but we both like the movie we both like the
0: movie go yeah. check it out when you get a chance yeah
1: but it's um Yeah, it was just a difficult one to really figure out how we're going to put everything together. So, but yeah, uh, we liked it. Go check it out and go check out these artists, uh, uh, Fontaine (laughs) in particular. You You don't like them, but... Uh, I mean, I'm not really feeling it, but like my opinion doesn't always matter.
0: Yeah, I think honestly, this would be both of these topics would be good crowdsource topics um so please like folks that actually do listen to this episode weigh in let us know what you think about fonte let yes, us know what you yes. think if about if he's your first three your, your
1: favorite rapper's you favorite know. rapper which yeah. I, I still laugh when i think about yeah. that so i because I, I think a rapper's favorite rapper
0: i think some folks would, would will definitely also have good opinions that they can weigh in on both subjects
1: yeah so. and, and look and just to be clear like i'm not trying to hate on fonte right uh, you know because i think he's doing good things right i he's just not for me and when it's thrown into my face that he should be for me it's just like yeah, i just have a problem with it so cool yeah well i think that's it we're going to sign off peace peace
2: they make the real drum they make the real drum uh, nigga they make the real drum we tricked you we tricked you we tricked you, it's a little brother a Big Cool Knife Wonder My nigga Big Trill from the QC This how we doing it We had y'all fool on that first part, I know we did Let's get it going, check it out they never should have told me to rhyme on this Get real LB and big trail Form unholy alliances Solely for the purpose of rhyming this. recommended you keep your eye on this Cause I am this and see With an iron fist that hammers out Each style that I've invented Hammers out each flow that I presented. to the soldier for my squad Like I enlisted HOJ still swinging the guillotine From here to the Philippines, it's just as I Intended, motherfuckers still Say they ain't feeling me, you niggas just Killing me, it's just as I envisioned, and just as I have my flow over this track like contortionist, I ain't even gotta drop no more bars for this, better dodge the grab, you don't want no war with this, it go rock the party, rock, rock the party, rock, I see you niggas trying to cross that line, don't stop the party, don't stop the party, rock, but I ain't finna let you steal my shine It go rock the party, rock, rock the party, rock I see you niggas tryna cross that line Don't stop the party, don't stop the party, rock But I ain't finna let you steal my shine Big I'm way better than these nigga heifers uh, Matter of fact, lily deffer than most of these rap chaps Matter of fact, lily special, this this rap Stash raises in the fit. car.